this thing actually on? You know, it's been so long since we've done a show that I, I forgot how to switch the microphone on. I think the music's finished. Is anybody out there? Hello? <laughs> My children? Where are you? Right here. Yeah, here. Hey, kids! It's been too long. It has been very long. It has been. It's been two months. <laughs> yeah, I'm gesturing yeah. to you both because I want you to yeah. speak up a little bit, yeah? Yeah, um, so it's been two full months since we last gathered around the microphone. And at that point, we weren't sure if there were more lockdowns or if we were going to some kind of restriction. And there were Christmas parties. Yeah. And there all sorts of things going on. And so we decided to basically take a break. But now we're back. And we've got stuff to look yep. back at since the last show. We've got stuff to look forward to, being that it's the beginning of a new year. And so it's, hey, Happy New Year from me, Robin Pierce. From me, Tiff. Tiff what? Pierce Jones. There we go. The full double barrel name. And me, Stephen Pierce. So who wants to go first? What? What have you enjoyed since Christmas? And don't say lots of alcohol. And Stephen, don't mention your crack and rum. <laughs> no, seriously. He bought a bottle of crack and rum for Christmas. And if we wanted some, we actually had to say, release the kraken. <laughs> what was the point in buying it if you weren't going to say it? Uh, fair. So, what you been up to? What's been going on? What's been going down, dogs? Um, okay, nobody's yeah. been doing anything. <laughs> and Steve, go, 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 okay, go, go. Sure. Um, yeah, I've been watching a variety of series this time. Um, usually I tend to watch one series at a time, but this time I've watched quite a few. Um, I've been watching the Superman animated series, which I haven't actually seen. I've seen season one a bit before, but not all the way through. It's in the same vein as Batman the Animated Series, just lighter. By the same producers. Yeah. I've gone back to watch Dexter. There's a new series out called Dexter New Blood, which is an event series. It's just finished, but I've decided to go back to season one and restart from the beginning, just because it's been about ten years since I've watched it. Really? Ten yeah. years? Because New Blood takes place ten years to the day when the final season finished. Right. I've also gone back to see some Twilight Zone and some Smallville. Gone back to that again. Starting today? Yeah. With the first two episodes. Yeah. Okay, so how are these series playing now? I mean, they're all vintage series, yeah. particularly Twilight Zone. To be honest, I'm finding them... I'm enjoying them more now than... And these are the black and white originals. Yeah. Yeah. Then a lot that's on TV right now because I tend to find that a lot that's on right now is very similar. In what um, way? Take Smallville. Yeah. You have the CW series of you know Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow. They're always the same thing over and over again but it, it's not interesting at all they turned me off by being all right this may cost us a few listeners too woke yeah because i didn't really want to know about the sexuality of supergirl's support team and she's supergirl for god's sake she's from krypton what does she even need a support team for but also that they made the business of being a superhero seemed so angsty. I mean, I if I had superpowers, I'd be having a whale of a time. But I think Tiff, if... what about you? If you had superpowers, would you be angsty and, oh, my life is wretched because of all this responsibility, oh, woe is me, or would you be, you know, flying and, you know, Searing your your name on the moon surface with your heat vision so that everybody could see it. Oh, yeah, Tip I'd was be here. Loving life if I was a superhero. Absolutely. But I think as well, um, just moving from superheroes to back to the Twilight Zone. Yes. 
what I like with the Twilight Zone is every story is different. And it can be horror, it can be comedy, it can be sci-fi. Because it's not a continuing series with continuing characters. Whereas a lot of series that are on now, it's all continuation. Hmm. A long story arcs. This is what I love, again, with something like Dexter, is it only lasts about 12 episodes a season. And for me, that tends to be just about enough for a story arc. You don't need it to do 20, 40 episodes you know, for one story, you don't need it all the time. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Over to you, little one. Well, starting as of yesterday, I've been watching Afterlife with the comedian Ricky Gervais. Gervais? Gervais. Gervais, even. That. He's really funny. I like it. Yeah. I can't really give much away because... What's, what's it spoiler. about? After somebody passes away. <laughs> Afterlife. Oh, okay. So, so is it a bit like been... the right the right place? Good place. Uh, the good, good place. place. No, it's not quite like that. Um, so it is basically more realistic, and obviously set in Britain, and it's after his wife has passed away and how the whole grieving stage goes. Oh, right. Goes so that. it's not somebody who's goes on to the other side. No, it's more like what happens with other people. The that... survivors. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he just puts like such a what you're actually thinking inside is basically what he's putting into a, a this show. Basically, yeah. it's like one part when he was talking to somebody and they were just walking on the street. They stopped at a zebra crossing, wanting to cross, <clears throat> and a car wouldn't stop and just carried on driving. And he said, "Don't you really hate that? Like they should stop and blah blah blah." And he, the language in it is very high mm -hmm. yeah a lot of swear words so it's really funny and um the next time he comes across in that same episode across um, a zebra crossing about to cross and the car didn't stop he had a plant in his hand because he'd walked out from a party and he threw the plant pot into the guy's back window and he went remember to water it and then walked off and proceeded to say a swear word and it was really funny. So yeah, I've been watching that. Um, other than that, can't really think. I I've been watching since our our last show. I've watched the first season and about half the second season of Star Trek Discovery. It was something that I, I, I was like a little bit dubious of to begin with. Um, but I, I've, I've stuck with it this time because we were doing an episode in uh, Residence Rewind and I've really taken to the characters. It's an ongoing story arc, so they're not standalone stories. And usually, I mean, you know how precious I can get with Star Trek. And I've really taken to this. It's it's well worth watching. I've also started some uh, retro viewing. I've gone back to the very beginning of the X-Files. And I'm enjoying them more now than I ever have done before. I'm also enjoying uh, a review of Firefly. And I've gone back to the original series of Battlestar Galactica from 1978 with the intention of working my way through Galactica 1980 and the reboot series and finishing up with Caprica. So, it, like you, Steve, it's the first time I've had several box sets on the go at once. And it seems to be working for me because I'm not binging and reaching... You know, a point of exhaustion with a one yeah. series. I I chop and change them around, and I, I'm really enjoying that. So, what have you seen at the cinema last year that you really enjoyed? Spider Man. Is that the top film of the year? Yes. Stephen. Spider Man is the top film. 
of last year. Well, I agree with you. Um, I don't. Where did you did you see it at Sunny World? Yes, or did, I did. Right. Crowds. Yes. When I went there with Steve on opening night, it was just like old times when it was opening day for a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it was packed when I went as well. Um, I didn't stand it, because I uh, went like a few weeks later. I've never been one for paying too much attention to film awards. I don't care much for the Golden Globes, or the BAFTAs, or the Oscars even. If I watch any of them, it would be the, the Oscars. But the BAFTAs, the British Academy of Film Awards, um, they've actually refused to consider Spider-Man for an award because uh, Sony and Marvel won't put it on streaming on a special channel so that their voters can watch it. Now my point is this. If you're a member of BAFTA or the Motion Picture Academy in America, Shouldn't you be putting your backside on a cinema seat, especially in this day and age, and not expect to have it beamed for free to your home? Because yeah. they used to get screener copies, now they want them streamed to their houses. And it'll what Sony are arguing is that this lays them wide open to piracy. Definitely. Absolutely. So, my sympathies are not with the stuffed shirts at BAFTA, but more with Sony Marvel, who, after all, forget the art for a second, yeah. make movies to make profit. And the more these get pirated, the less profit there is, and the less profit there is, the less money gets into making the next movie. It's a self-perpetuating thing. So, what did you like most about Spider-Man? Tiffany? Are we allowed spoilers? Well, the film has been out now for about five weeks, six weeks? Six. I would say you're allowed a spoiler or two. Okay, well, this is going to be a major spoiler, though. Okay, I will still allow it. Okay, fine. I like that they managed to get all Spider-Man. Well, that's not really a spoiler, being that by now... There are pictures of all three Spider-Men all over the internet. And you can get it on t-shirts now. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, but I really like the idea. And I think it was really cool that the other Spider-Men were on board with that. Because obviously if one wasn't going to be on board with it... So it'd be Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yeah. yeah. If one wasn't going to be on board with it, then it wouldn't have made the film. But I think it's really cool that they all agreed to do it. I... I agree with you. Fully. There, there were things within that that I liked. First off, I loved the audience reaction when the first portal opens and it's Andrew Garfield mm. because our audience gasped. Yeah. <laughs> and when the second portal opened and you have Tobey Maguire wandering. People How much older clapping. did he look, yeah. though? Like, that was my Spider-Man when I was younger. That was the <laughs> Spider-Man movie. And then yeah. I looked at it and I was like, oh, he looks old. Does that mean I'm old now, too? <laughs> well, 26 is approaching you, isn't it? <laughs> it's stalking you. Yeah. I like the fact that we got to find out what happened to those Spider-Men. We know that Andrew Garfield was still suffering the emotional fallout of his failing to save Gwen Stacy. Mm -hmm. But he got to save MJ. Yeah. Yeah. And that was his retribution. Yeah. And we also got the line from Tobey Maguire that he and Mary Jane found a way to make it work. Yeah. I thought, this this is closure for both yeah. of them. I mean, it would be great if we could see them as Spider-Men again. 
Um, but maybe that would be over-egging the, the, the pudding a bit maybe. too much. I but now we've, I we've really seen like it. I really like the idea when um, in the um, Toby McGregor, yeah? Whatever. Maguire. And I like the fact that when he was um, spitting out the spider web, yeah? Out of his wrist. Yeah, and then the other two Spider-Men were like, it comes out of your wrist. Anywhere else it comes out yeah, of. Yeah, and it was just like, it's funny because did, I didn't even notice that that wasn't a thing that came, like, or, like you know what I mean? Like, I didn't know that the other ones had, like, um, well, I Oh, did, yeah, well, but... in the comics, he's, he's got his web shooters. It's 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 all mechanical. Yeah. But um, Sam Raimi decided that it would be, like, organic. And then I remember there, there was a lot of uh, uh, talk on the internet that um, basically... Webs don't come out of spiders' arms. Yeah, yeah. And basically, if he wanted to shoot a web properly, he would have to drop his tights. <laughs> um, there was a scene as well where all three of them swing into action and land in their signature yeah. poses, yeah. which I liked. And the fact that the Green Goblin... I always thought the Green Goblin looked like something out of um, Power Rangers in mm. the first film. But, you know, you understand that the, the, the comic book look really wouldn't work for him. But in this, he, he actually did get a bit closer by wearing that sort of dirty purple hoodie thing with the rest of his costume mm. that made him look a bit more like the comic book. Yeah. And put him in the right colours anyway. Yeah. What, what did you like, Steve? I like the fact that it tied them all together and I like the fact that when Tobey Maguire came on it wasn't like there was like this huge entrance for him to come on he just turned up he just wandered in which is what his Spider-Man would do there wouldn't be a big entrance and the one thing I'm hoping is as great a film as this was if they do a Spider-Man 4, I think that people should kind of, going into that one, <clears throat> not have as high expectations as for this one, because this one was kind of gearing this way anyway. Yes. Um, it's hard, really, to come down off a high like that, yeah. because mm. we had... Avengers Endgame yeah. and we have Spider-Man Far From Home Yeah. then okay Covid hit and it derailed a lot of things yeah. but the following Marvel movies you can't help but compare them yeah. to the incredible highs of those two yeah. films and Black Widow yeah. just couldn't make it no I'm not saying that Black Widow is a bad film. It's that is an, not what I'm saying. It's okay. Because what I found with Black Widow is it's okay. I like that one. Um, Shang-Chi, I warmed to a lot faster than I did with Black Widow. Abs yes, yeah. Mm. Black Widow was just a little bit too late. Whereas, it should have been after Civil War. Personally, and I know people disagree, I just don't like Eternals. Eternals to me is... Well, that's what I'm going to watch tonight. Well, you can yeah. tell us what you thought yeah. about it next mm -hmm. time. Eternals to me kind of fell short. I didn't know what to expect because I've never read the comic book. But then I'd never read Guardians of the Galaxy either. Yeah. But something about it just fell short. I mean, the concept is okay. And we said at the time, or I said at the time, that I, if you could reverse the casting yeah. of Angelina Jolie and, oh, was it Salma Hayek? Yeah. That would have been better. But I, I think with Eternals, personally, I, I read the comic, um, the Neil Gaiman one, his story arc on it. And I was thinking, okay, I, I know he's you know a hugely popular comic book author and all the rest of it. I, this isn't that great. So I thought, okay, with the movie, maybe they'll, maybe they will speed it up, you know, for audiences. 
I was like, no, you found a way to drag this out even longer. Yeah. Which wasn't the case with Shang-Chi. No. Which I thought would be a weaker entry because he was introduced in the 70s when there was the martial arts craze in films. And I, I, I didn't know how they could make that work. But they did. But what's interesting is that with Shang-Chi... I think you have that kind of humour. You have humour in it, and it's this back and forth. Mm. Whereas for me, with yeah, Eter- Aquafina really made that film. With didn't she? Eternals, and you'll probably find it when you see it. There's, there's just something that it doesn't feel right. It's it it seems it feels to me like you're walking through deep mud. Okay. It's a lot of effort, but you're not getting anywhere very fast. Yeah. Mm. Parts of it work, parts of it don't. But we'll yeah. we'll just leave yeah. that there. Okay, what else did you see in the cinema last year? The Suicide Squad. Okay, I can sense yeah. the superheroes are coming to the fore. Yeah. yeah. Right. What did you make of that? Oh, I absolutely loved it. It's got Harley Quinn in it. <laughs> did you just love it because it had Harley, Harley Quinn in it, or...? Did you like no, the way it worked? I liked the way it worked. Um, I liked the beginning of it. I thought that was really funny. The fact that they wiped out a suicide squad. Yeah. Yeah, and they had been touted away. as, you know, yeah. basically the squad. Yeah. But I, I loved John Cena in it. it that, yeah. Is, right and I like the shark. King Aww. shark. King shark, yeah. Right. That right there, in the very beginning of the suicide squad, they got right straight away. Mm. and they got wrong in the previous film the suicide squad any one of them can get killed yeah yeah definitely Whereas... they're all on a suicide mission because the time off that they're giving them for completing these missions will never see them released anyway because all of them have been sen- sentenced to centuries in prison <laughs> yeah. because the problem with the first one was that you, they actually made up a character to get killed just to show there was the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Whereas, and you know when they all made it out at the end, it's like, hold on, you're not the Justice League, you're the Suicide Squad. Mm. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that we had Starro in it. Yeah. Mm. Starro was the first Justice League villain. Ah. Um, Is Idris Elba's best film as well? Best film or best role? Film. Okay, because I was going to remind, excuse me, remind you of the Wire there. Wire is his best role. Yeah. But I'd say best film has to be the Suicide Squad. Okay. Because he didn't. I like the Thor films. Yeah. But I'm not that into that mythology as much. No. No. Malignant. What a film. That is possibly one of the... It's one of the best horror films in years. Yeah. I've not seen it yet. It's borderline impossible to describe. But the trailer... Oh, completely misleading. It isn't, is not what you're going to see. Mm. No. It's completely surprising. It's... Original, yeah. Um, I'm hoping that they'll make a few more. Yeah. Now, I've had to pull back a little bit because it was directed by James Wan, the director of The Conjuring, yeah. and all that. Annabelle, and Lionora, and none and. All those really crappy horror films Mm. that I've been complaining about for years because they're not really horror films. They're just, oh look, Dark House, Blast of Noise. Yeah. I mean, that that just annoys me because there's no atmosphere being created. Here, it's pure atmosphere. And I I did like his previous film as well. Um, A little thing called Aquaman. Mm. And you like Saw. I did like Saw, yes. And if we're on horror films, old. old. That was this year. I seem to be the only one that was like, 
It, it was okay. I liked it. Um, That's the film I bought in to yeah. watch at Halloween. I thought it was very clever. I thought they did the, the body horror. The only thing I think that completely let it down yeah. is that they weren't um, attention to detail. Because in the... Ooh, this could be controversial. Yeah. yeah um, I think there's one part of the film, but there's definitely in the bloopers, um, green screen. Okay. You can see part of it. All right. I, I haven't noticed. You can't. Yeah. See my main. And I was like, "Ooh, attention to detail was very slippy there." Shouldn't see, see part of the screen screen. No. And I like the idea of the film. Yeah. But the one that really got me, and I can't wait for you to see it, is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I want to see that. Now with old. I think it might be an age thing, but the fact that you liked it. Is interesting. Yeah. Mm. I wasn't sure what it was going to be about, um, but it was M. Night Shyamalan. I like his work. I like the fact that you had everybody's ailment suddenly accelerating out of control. Mm. And there were some moments of true horror. Yeah. As with that woman with the like brittle bones and stuff like that, yeah. and um, that that will you know it stays in your memory. But the fact that they were getting older, and I thought it was a really poignant look, where the parents have to deal with their children growing up really, really quickly. Yeah. And you know they'll they'll get from being children to being early middle age within the space of about twenty four hours. Yeah. <clears throat> and of course, the older you are, the quicker you age. And there was like, and it was just done with expression. Um, the 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 daughter, who's a little girl, asks. Well, she's not that little. Um, she's like sort of. What is she, about 10, 12? Yeah. She asks her father, you know, why are you looking at me like that? And, you know, within about an hour, she's gone from being a normal, like, 12-year-old to hitting puberty. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, the father's try sort of, like, realising his, his daughter has suddenly become a woman she has to borrow a spare swimsuit that the mother has. Yeah. Mm. And because I, I, I remember a similar thing, really, um, when you went to a party and you were, what were you? you? You're about 15, 16? Yeah. And you bought a party dress and you came downstairs and it was the first time I'd ever seen you wear a dress other than when you were a toddler because then you became a tomboy and you just wear baseball caps and John Cena shorts <laughs> and you came down and you're wearing high heels and everything I thought when did she become a woman because <laughs> I, I remember saying that to you at the time yeah and it's it, it's kind of like a bittersweet thing like I've seen you grow from a small troublesome child <laughs> And you became a, a young woman with, with, with poise and, and, and all the rest of it. And, you know, along with realising that you were getting older was the realisation that I too was getting older and actually not getting older, just plain getting old. <laughs> and then as the film progresses, the parents succumb to their ailments like uh, uh, senility and mm. stuff like that and you know within 24 hours the roles have completely changed where the, chil the children were on holiday with their parents and by the end within one day the children have grown up and are caring for their elderly parents mm. in their final hours yeah 
but they're still children. Yeah. And it just, I, I don't know, it's just a really... I took it as face value while I was watching it, and I really liked it. But the whole, the whole concept of the, you know, the son becomes the father, the father becomes the son, kind yeah. of really resonated, and it was on my mind... I was thinking about it for days afterwards mm. and that's the sign of a really really powerful film yeah definitely the story behind it was excellent yeah yeah i thought so you had ghostbusters afterlife there yeah so go for it that that's the ghostbusters film we've actually been waiting for yes um i i don't know how they managed to do it but they've made an 80s film in the modern age mm. and it fits exactly with the originals this isn't a spoiler but the Melissa McCarthy film that Ghostbusters does not exist it's not yeah, in that, that is universe not that in, it's not in that universe and when they release the box set it's not part of that box set either so they call it the ultimate box set the Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two, and Afterlife. That yeah. that's the only, they're the only ones that count. Yeah, I've not even watched the Melissa McCarthy one. Oh, I will. There is a film that I want to once again. I'll fail. I know I'll fail, because you're both hard-headed. It's on streaming. I think it's on Netflix. Oxygen. For the love of God, watch Oxygen. It's a French. I have watched it. You have? She has. I haven't yeah. watched it. Tiff has. Well, let me just tell you then. I'm a lot more impressed by Tiffany at the moment than I am with you. Right, Ooh, favorite child. All right. Then. <laughs> um, woman wakes up in a suspended animation pod, and she's got 100 minutes of oxygen. The film lasts 100 minutes. She can't get out. She needs to figure out who she is, why she is, where she is, how she's going to survive. See, for me, with that, I think the reason... I know you loved the film, but I think why I'm kind of like... Okay. Because I've seen that entire film in Buried with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you won't have seen where she's lying there helplessly and she's starting to panic and all of a sudden there's a protocol within her, her little pod that will deliver her sedatives to keep her calm. If she gets put to sleep, she's dead. She'll run out of oxygen. But the thing is, the, the, the machine that delivers a sedative just rears up really suddenly and it's the primal image of a rattlesnake reared back ready to strike mm. and it, it's got that appearance and you know we are sort of wired up to recoil yeah. from things like an attacking snake and it is just so effective um i'm not going to give away any more of the story than that it's it's just it really it's another film that made a big impression and I think it was a big year for horror movies because I think one of the first movies that we saw when cinemas were opened again was Freaky. Viral. I'm talking about Freaky. Oh. I've not seen Freaky yet. It's a horror comedy. I know what it's about. But again, it's a role reversal. Mm. it's so cleverly done if you'd have told me that we will take elements of Friday the 13th and Disney's Freaky Friday and make a really good <laughs> yeah. horror comedy that is both scary unnervingly so and funny mm. I would have said no um, but the fact that you've got your it, it, it takes the whole usual sort of um, trope of the the young girl being pursued by a hulking big killer yeah. and turns it on its head. Because they, they, they there's a device, a dagger thing that causes them to swap bodies, 
you've got the young schoolgirl in high school manipulating her friends because she has now got the killer living in her, whereas the big hulking killer, played by Vince Vaughn, is mm. acting like a scared schoolgirl towards yeah. everything. <laughs> and it's both funny, but really quite unnerving as well. It, it's so well made. Yeah. But talking about streaming... Yes? I like the un- Unforgivable with Sandra Bullock in it. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's really good. Okay, tell me more. Um, it's essentially how she is released from jail, Sandra Bullock. Yeah. And then she goes back to her family home. Like, her, it's obviously been sold and she just goes there and she sees a new family there and she just wants to see it as on like a flashback memory and she's trying to get a hold of her long lost little sister and i won't give more than that away so is it it's a drama yeah but okay. i really enjoyed it but, the only but it's got sandra bullock in it i like is. sandra yeah bullock. i do love sandra bullock that's what really told me i'm watching it but i think i've got an unpopular opinion here okay with another netflix um, streaming movie I did not like Don't Look Up Don't Look Up we were going to watch that on Christmas yeah, or Christmas Eve I've read a lot about it um, I'm curious to see it I, I will probably give it a watch we just weren't in the mood for it at Christmas mm. um, no it was Christmas Eve because we kept hopping from film to film to film yeah. and nothing really gelled with us until we decided in the end you know what Heck with it, we'll watch Elf. Ah, I love Elf. But it's one I want to see because it is kind of a satirical look at how how we perceive news today. And it's, it's I think it's going to be especially, you know, potent in the view of how, how, how we are after COVID and how sceptical we are of science and stuff mm. like that. So, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely give that a watch. What then were the worst films that you saw? Oh, I've just given you mine. Okay. Dune. Dune. Dune and Eternals were my worst two of last year. Okay. We we, we get your hatred towards Eternals. You've already told we us that. We kind of remember the hatred towards Dune as well. It was no, just sand. sand. Let's, let's <laughs> recap your hatred of Dune. Two and a half hours of sand, and not a single sand castle was built. <laughs> <laughs> that His isn't... review has literally made me not want to watch it. I just I don't see the point in watching it now. Of Doom. Yeah. I, I have saved you two and a half hours. <laughs> I thought that they assumed that everybody who'd go and see the film would have read the book and knew the background. I've never read the books. I don't intend to read the books. And I don't intend to see the next film along. It's like literally they say spice, but basically it's sand. And literally nothing happens. Because I thought to start with, it's like, oh, so it's kind of like Game of Thrones in space. And then it was more. Oh, I'd watch that. That's Game what, of Thrones in space. I'd watch that. That's why I thought. I watch Game of Thrones. Oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Even uh, I've watched some of that. Some, not all. Not all of it. I've watched about what three seasons? Yeah, yeah. That's three You've seasons got the more than whole you, Missy. Week off. What are you doing with your time? I watching X Files, watching Battlestar Galactica. The things watch... that you've already watched before. I never actually finished the X Files. Oh, shame on you! But <laughs> you've never even started them. Yeah, but at least I'm not half the, the done sand. a job. And it's just talking about sand. That's all that film is. It's sort of quasi-religious <laughs> as well, apparently. All I heard was sand. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, you know what their fuel's made out of? Sand. You know what their currency is? Sand. Okay. <laughs> you know what they don't live in? A sandcastle. You know, um, as that film finished, it was, it was so strange. Steve and I turned to each other, and we both said, at the same time... It was synchronised. Thank God for that. (laughs) It's one of the only times in the cinema watching a film and thinking, just, no, just, this is awful. 
All of it is awful. Okay, all right, calm down. <laughs> calm down, lad. Or we'll have to get one of those little rattlesnake tranquilizers from the pod in oxygen to you. Is that made out of sand too? My <laughs> worst film of the year by a country mile. Thunder Force. Oh, I refuse to watch that. Oh, yeah, that was really bad. My God, I, I hated that. that. I mean, I've seen, you know, comedic superhero films before, like Super. Yeah. With Rain Wilson. Yeah. Um, I remember back in the 80s seeing The Return of Captain Invincible with Alan Arkin and Christopher Lee. <clears throat> so we, you know, kick ass. For example, oh yeah. Um, but this, you've got Melissa McCarthy at her unfettered worst, just basically mugging and pulling faces at the camera, uh, thinking that she is hilarious because the film was produced by her husband, and it just falls flat. She does the exact same thing. There are a few films where I've enjoyed her performance. Like The, the Heat. The Heat is my top one of hers, and yeah. um, the other one was Spy. Yeah. Yeah. I like those two films. Mm. But in all the others, she is basically playing the role of a coarse loudmouth. Yeah. Mm. Uh, a clumsy coarse loudmouth. And it's it's like, you know, when you, when you had... Um, Will Ferrell went through a, a, a phase where he was doing exactly the same thing oh, sports in every film movies. with sports movies. Yeah. And she she's mm. stuck in this rut, but I don't think that she's actually got Will Ferrell's talent. No. Um, she seems pandering to her own ego. And the one film... Sorry, I didn't mean to say the one film. The one performance the one star in this film with her that I thought would elevate the whole thing was just out of her depth and it mm. was Octavia Spencer now there's a lady I've got a lot of respect for she can handle comedy yeah. she can handle tragedy yeah. she can handle horror she can handle you know factual stuff I watched a movie today with her and it's called Gifted that was a really good movie really yeah what was that about on Disney Plus. Yeah. It's more like a drama. Yeah. It's about an uncle um, and a niece, and he, the uncle's obviously looking after the niece because the mum committed suicide, and the niece is gifted, like really, really smart, and she okay. plays like the neighbour, sort of aunt to the but I don't little think girl. But we're... really good, worth a watch. But the, the, this this Thunder Force, where Melissa McCarthy, you know, yawn, get superpowers. And becomes with Octavia Spencer, you know, ha ha, let's all get sizest because we've got these two large ladies dressed in skin tight, you know, leather, and, you know, they're trying to save the world, but they destroy everything. It was all done so much better in Hancock. Oh, I love that, that was, film. Now that was a good film. But the thing yeah. is, with like Octavia Spencer. The kind of movies, the course language, that that kind of thing, you need a talented writer director behind it. Yes, yeah. not somebody who thinks they can just throw together a superhero movie. Exactly, it's like with Super. That was a James Gunn movie. Yes, yes, it was. And, and he knows how to handle that stuff. Yes. Also featured. I don't know if you've seen that one. Mm. It also it's just a guy who decides to fight crime. <laughs> He's not very good at it, but he he does have a vision of um, God talking to him mm. and God's voice Rob, Rob Zombie <laughs> okay oh his movie should be coming out soon The, the Monsters, Monsters. Yeah. Uh, sometime in this year yes yes oh one thing with upcoming with um, Disney Plus the next Pixar film um, it's called Red Panda yeah is not going to cinemas. It's going straight to Disney Plus, and it's no extra cost. Oh, that's. I think Disney Plus have hit a really good high with their streaming, because we've had Ray with Ray and the Last Dragon. Yes. Luca. Yes. And then we had the Star One, um, Ron Gone Wrong. Oh, I like that. Yeah. 
Encanto. Encanto, that was the other one. Soul. Excuse me, down. excuse me. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> Soul. Soul was last yeah. year, last Christmas. No, not last year, as in 2020 yeah. Christmas. So I didn't include that because I thought we were talking about 2021. But I do understand Pixar's... Technically, you're right. I do understand I I'm right. Pixar's frustration, though, because it does feel like only the Pixar films are going straight to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. It seems to be kind of cheapening them, really, in a way. Because Selling they, them short. Mm. I, I do think that even if it was for a month or so, Pixar films, they should have the premium price on because they are worth it. Mm. Um, but I think that their main hope is that Lightyear is going to be the one that gets them back in cinemas. Yeah, yeah. Because if that doesn't get them back in cinemas, nothing's going to. Right. How about we name each of us now three films that we're looking forward to this oh. year. Would you like to write them down? No, I'm, I'm trying to think. What is there? For I don't know what reason I am looking forward to Uncharted with Tom Holland uh, which comes out next month February. Yeah, I understand. Now this is, I'll, I'll tell you why this is weird. Mm. I don't know anything about it. I know it's based on a, vid uh, a video game. Uh, there are three video games Uncharted ones? Four. Four. No, five, sorry. Five. I've got about two or three of them, I think. You've got three. Right? I've never played them. I'm going to load one on tomorrow, actually. Mm. Um, it's some kind of adventure story. For some reason, I haven't even watched the trailer yet. But I'm really looking forward to it, and I don't know why. Okay. Um, I don't even know if it's going to meet up to my expectations, because I don't know what my expectations are. <laughs> but something about Tom Holland being in an adventure movie that's based on a video game has just clicked in my head. Mm. And I not only want to play the game before I see the movie, but I really, really want to see the movie. Another film I'm looking forward to... I think the one I'm anticipating the most this year is not The Batman oh, with Robert Pattinson. Yeah. It is actually Flashpoint, a Flash movie, where oh, The Flash, yeah. of course, as he does in the comic books, breaks through the time barrier to try and alter history mm. and clear his father, who was falsely accused of his mother's death, mm causes and well ends up in sort of a parallel universe and within that sort of um multiverse thing and let's just say it now yeah the multiverse was not actually invented by marvel no. comics it was created by dc in about 1963 64 and i'm just gonna point out the the whole thing with flashpoint and the flashpoint movie yeah was in production way before Spider-Man No Way Home. But Just you saying. know that people yeah. are going to say, eh, DC is copying Marvel because yeah. they are their best. And we're going to have that whole toxic fandom yeah. crap. Yeah. But within this parallel universe, mm. he meets Batman. An older Batman. Played by Michael Keaton. <sighs> Still in the Batsuit. <laughs> Still with the Batmobile. Still in the cave. <laughs> and that's my, my... As we stand right yeah. now, on January 15th, that is my most looked forward to film of 2022. But I'm old enough... I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to The Batman with Robert Pattinson. But... I'm looking forward to the fact that he seems to have... Mission Impossible. I think would be another one that I'm looking forward to because Aquaman. those films, Aquaman, oh. it's about Christmas. And Avatar. Avatar. Well, the monsters. The monsters. The monst oh, you see? 
Doctor Strange. I will in the multiverse of madness. Yeah, yeah but Flashpoint. Yeah. Flashpoint, Flashpoint at the moment is my number yeah. one. I'll say Monsters for me is number one. Okay. I just think that there's like sneaky little like snippets that Rob Zombie's putting out there. If anybody can pull off yeah. a really decent Monsters movie, it would be Rob Zombie. And you know what? Talking about this actually, yeah, I was going through Spotify today. This is completely random, but it just reminded me of Rob Zombie and then I linked it to Marlon Manson, okay? Marlon Manson, because we saw them both together in concert. That's yeah. correct, okay. Um, Marlon Manson has done a cover song of um, This Is Halloween. Yes. Yes? Years ago. Yeah, Years no, ago. but I never heard it until today. Haven't you? Have no, you? and I thought it was amazing. How? I don't know, I just haven't heard it. How? I don't know, I just haven't heard it. How? <sighs> I had that on my first MP3 player. Oh, well, I wasn't listening to your MP3 player. Wow. Okay, Steve, what are you looking forward to? I think in the top spot. Yeah. Probably goes to Aquaman. Aquaman 2 next yeah. Christmas. Um, because I'm really hoping they go with the trench story. I thought the they comics. were, but yeah. they they weren't they weren't making a film about the trench. No. But he he's going he's going to go back in there. There basically it. what they've done is they've decided they're not doing the trench horror film. Yeah. Instead, they're calling it Aquaman Two: The Lost Kingdom: The Trench. Oh right. Okay. So it's still coming. Jason but... Momoa and his partner have broken up. Oh. Oh. I'm just putting that out there because it doesn't work for me. I'd so say, you think you've got a chance now, do you? Newly married Tiff. No. Second, I would say Flashpoint. You'd reach up to his hip, I think. <laughs> but if it was Attitude, you'd be taller than him. <laughs> Flashpoint would definitely be number two because I really hope that with you bringing someone like Michael Keaton back and you're going to have Ben Affleck in it, I'm just hoping that it's not... You know how they got it completely right with Spider-Man? Yes. I'm hoping it's not a case of go and see it and just think, oh. I'm hoping that they completely you know, knock it out of the park. Yeah. This is what I'm hoping with Scream 5, which yeah. we'll see next week. And third, it would be The Batman. The Batman. Yeah. The because Batman. I like the idea that he's going back to having a car. Because he's had a tank or that kind of thing. Oh, right, uh, like a sports car with yeah. fins. And I like the fact as well that it's a Batman film. It's not going to all be about the Joker. No, no. Got the Riddler and the Penguin in, yeah. don't we? Tiff? I'm looking at... Oh, okay. Hocus Pocus 2. Yeah. Yeah. We'll accept that. Um... Obviously, I've scroll, already scroll, said. Scroll. Yeah. scroll, scroll, scroll. No, obviously, I've said. Um, Monsters. Monsters. And then I'd probably say Batman. The Batman. With yes. Robert Pattinson. Not Flashpoint. Well, I hadn't heard of Flashpoint until now. Really? Yeah. You don't come home often enough, do you? Oh, and you've got Jurassic World. Yes. Out. Oh, God, we forgot Jurassic World. Oh, how dare you, see? Jurassic World has to go on the list. Yeah. Right, rethink. Okay. Still Flashpoint. Right, oh. Jurassic World Dominion. Flashpoint. No, Jurassic World Dominion, Aquaman, <laughs> See, the thing is, right... And I have a list of what yeah. I didn't watch last year that I'd like to watch this year. Okay. So I never watched Space Jam, Space Jam 2... You didn't miss anything. But I still want to watch what it. a horrible yeah. film. I still want to it's give it a go. Okay. It's not that bad. It is. Yeah, I think he's just been a bit dramatic. Like Pikachu, it's, he's just been a bit dramatic. It's not. He's just like throwing this little toy out of the pram, isn't he? To be honest, Space Jam wasn't that bad. <laughs> you... It was terrible. It wasn't that I bad. I think you're just being a bit dramatic. It, all, it, had, it had a lot of issues, but it wasn't that bad. Looney Tunes being politically correct. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> it was terrible. I think... The next is Venom. I never watched Venom. You know what? I preferred Venom when I saw it the second time. 
on okay. disc. That's a really good film. Yeah. And then is the Adams Family too? I the animated one. Yeah. We haven't seen that. No, that's no. out now, isn't it? That's the... Is it? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, it no. didn't get much of yes. a release. It didn't get much of a release, so I don't know if it's gonna be like good or not. No, Ken's not out right it, now. It is because I had the it disc is. in my hand, and you and Mum said there were no new releases. Like. You never showed it to me. Well, you two apparently lost. He wasn't and... paying attention, <laughs> was he? But literally, I had it in my hand. It's right, though. No new releases. Okay, then. <laughs> no. You don't exist. <laughs> I enjoyed the first one. I know. Because they seem to be based on the Charles Adams cartoons. It's right oh, there. Nice. Number one. New release. I was like, oh. When? Monday. You're not paying attention, are you? We need to finish this podcast because I'm going down to Asda. <laughs> I wanted to search on Amazon, yeah. Do you remember the um, animated Adams Family TV series yeah. that we used to watch as kids? Yeah. Now I'm wondering, is that possible to buy? Literally just came into my head now and I was like, I have to check. I've tried looking for it. And from what I've found, I think it's only the 60s. Oh, I remember the 60s one. I think. Late 60s, early 70s. You're on about the one that we saw in the 90s, aren't you? Yeah. I, I haven't found it yet. But if you did find it, I'd be interested. Because I remember that one. Okay, there were no new releases. That's fine. <laughs> the top streaming TV series that I've seen this year would be Hawkeye. I liked it better than yeah. Vision. I would put Hawkeye as first, Division number two, of the Marvel ones. Yeah. I never did finish What If... I don't really count it. Um, no, let's go with live action. I, I'd i say Falcon Winter Soldier third. Yeah. Loki was fourth because it was just so convoluted. Yeah. Have you watched any of the Marvel TV series? Streaming? Uh, I watched Hawkeye. I enjoyed that. Told you you would. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch any of them. Okay. Not even one division. I started it. Yeah, you couldn't get into that, could you? No. Was it your X Files? Maybe you can watch it when you're sixty-one. Okay. Like me. You know, it's <laughs> only the first two episodes in black and white. Yeah. Yeah. What? You've got something against black and white? No. Okay. Never said that. She said hastily. So. Now this is episode forty-eight of Piercing the Veil. We will be back behind the microphone again in two weeks' time to record episode forty-nine. I suspect we'll have a we'll have had a look at Scream Five by yeah. then. Maybe even Uncharted. I don't know. It was the Hanna Barbera one, yeah. No, Hanna Barbera's the one that you're the sixties one. Yeah, it it oh, would it's fine. come it under Hanna Barbera, but it's a nineties no eighties series you're looking for. Now, episode oh. fifty. Our half centenary. Yeah. I think we should involve the audience and let them ask us whatever they want yeah. by sending messages to our Facebook pages. Yes. And basically anything goes, we'll choose the best ones and we'll answer them live on air. Okay. What do you Sounds think, Tiff? Good. <clears throat> but nothing too personal, like you know, what color underwear are you wearing? Because I don't, I don't want to go down that route. So, the kids will entertain you for a second while I queue up the music because I've been too busy talking. Have you found it? Don't no, I've still me. not found it. I can't. I, don't I think, think it's an 80s series you're looking for. There's a 90s one. And then you think there's an 80s one. I remember watching it on Cartoon Network all the time. I know which one you're on about. Are you still going to be talking about this next time? Yeah. Maybe. If the listeners know where to find it, can you let us know, please? Because I want to buy it now. Why not just watch the black and white series? But I want to watch the cartoon one, because that's the one that I'm used to from my childhood. Mm. Are you going to say goodbye? That's... Good day from me, Teth. Me, Steve. And from me, Robin, stay low, 
stay sharp, stay weird.